T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Merloni, Fourier, and Mego. So I was watching Chronicle yesterday. Wow, I tell you what, I'm hooked. I'm hooked. I don't tell you. You really are hooked. I am hooked. Like you seriously? Dad been obsessed. Made the whole family watch Wait, it well, yesterday. Okay, so, so what was the point of this? The point is, is AWS. I know we've been talking about a Patriots mutiny. Maybe we weren't too far off from the truth. You know, with my understanding going into this game, that the players were going to try to hold the coaching staff accountable. I heard last week that the players were expected to come back in that Friday after the Buffalo game and got the day off. And I know they had at least one, as it was put to me, come to Jesus meeting in the summer. I would not be surprised if they had another there on that Friday. Lou Merloni. Why don't we just try something simple, yeah. like a three-by-one mirror tied yeah. up? Christian Fourier. I wrote it vertically and horizontally. <laughs> <laughs> like a crossword puzzle. Megan Adelini. Eagle. Yeah. It's like you're like you're, you're uh, it's a break in. Yeah. Sounds like somebody who but tends to the hives. <laughs> it's Merloni, Fourier, and Mego on Boston Sports Original. That's because we're smart. Let's check how he feels about the AWS. We are that dumb. That was no, no, no. W E E F. This is breaking news. Breaking news on WEEI is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Some big breaking news here. According to Sham Sharani of the Athletic and Stadium, Boston Celtics all-defensive center Robert Williams will make his season debut Friday versus the Orlando Magic. Look at that. Hey, so that's Friday. Isn't there back-to-back against them? Friday, uh, Sunday. Friday, Sunday. Friday, Sunday. Friday, Sunday. Look at that. How about it's that? A, it's a nice little soft jump-off okay. point for him okay. against the Magic. Uh, 15 minutes? If that. 10? 12? <laughs> yeah. I'd say like 12 to 15 range. I would say I, I wouldn't be shocked at all if it's like he starts, plays five minutes. And then comes out in the second half, starts, plays five minutes. I bet it won't be a starting scenario. I bet they'll they'll throw him in like midway through the first. The only reason why I say that is because you warm up, you get loose, mm. you get hot, you want to play right away. And then that's why I say at halftime, you warm up, you get loose, you come out, you get hot, you play right away, and then that's it. It's a good point. How do you feel? You nervous? Yeah, I am. I, I feel like you uh, to keep I don't want to say they're rushing glass. him because I don't know his situation. It's just that I would be extremely overly cautious with him. I don't really think you need him playing at a high level until uh, April, <laughs> March. You know what I mean? So if it's if it's play him, sit him a night, play him ten minutes, sit him a night, play twelve, fit him a night, fifteen, and just sort of. I'll say this slow play this thing because um, I wrote about this today for wei dot com uh, based on when we talked to Brian Scalabrini yesterday, and he kind of let 
some some information out that sounded like he was expected to play over that road trip, uh, that that was the thought with the Celtics, that he would be somewhere on the West Coast, either Warriors, Celtic, uh, sorry, Clippers, that he was going to make his return then. And perhaps there was some swelling, pain, whatever, after he had added some activity to it. So that was less than a week ago. I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm already overly cautious conservative with the return of Robert Williams. And I understand they want to see how he's going to fit into everything they're doing now, especially on the defensive side and ahead of the trade deadline at the beginning of February and everything. But it's like, if he was having discomfort, you know, six days ago, is it going to be very different? Are they at the point where they're like, okay, there's going to be some discomfort, but once again, this is not a structural thing, so that's going to be okay for a I couple just, weeks? I just hope that there's not this, uh, we got to shut him down for another two weeks. Oh, my God. That to me. Two weeks. That's like the Try two worst. months. Well, God, that's like, dude. That's, that's what, I mean. That's, that's why so you say, so do they, re- hold on. Like, yeah. Do they really need him right now? No. Like, are they, is it, like, no. they, 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 you know, the best teams in the NBA. So. <sighs> I'm all about just sprinkling him in there every now and then. Rob Sprinkles? Yeah, I want some Rob Sprinkles. I mean, I wouldn't even, I don't even know if I'd start him. I'd, I'd throw him in there off the I'd bench. I'd only start him, just like I said, just because of that. Like, warm up, get him hot, get his treatment, get out there, get loose, get hot, play five, sit. You know, I, I don't know, but like, bring him in and out. Like, he's on the bench, gets cold, he's, you know, a heat packs on his There's knees. a bike over there. Yeah, get on that yeah. bike. Yeah, I just don't know if you got to push that right now. All right, well, this is good news. It's good news. It is good news. It's just, I'm cautious. Everybody's freaking out like, oh, no, is he going to break? Would you like <laughs> oh, no. Doesn't yeah. it feel that Thanks, way? Taylor. Well, I th- yeah, based on last year, how even when they said he was fine, you were like, oh, he doesn't look fine. Like, something bad's going to happen. And sure enough, he gets surgery as soon as the season ends. And it's December. Like, how many, how many when did he get surgery? June? Well, they first announced his his. Second setback, I would say. Oh, that's right. In late September. So he's been officially out since Mm -hmm. September. So that's been, it's been like 11 weeks. Well, there it is. Going to Sham Sharania. Rob Williams will play against uh, the Orlando Magic. I'm sorry, is that Friday or Saturday night? Friday and Sunday. Friday night. Well, we don't know if he'll play Sunday. Oh, God forbid he's back to back. Can't do that. Well, I don't know. Just saying. He's going to play Friday night, okay. it looks like. So there right. you go. That's good. Tune in. All right. The Patriots, 405. It's not Sunday night football because nobody wanted to watch him play and they flexed it out. So at 405, the biggest issue this team has had, not just locally, national, nationally, people are making fun of this offensive coordinator. They're making fun of the play calling, they're making fun of all of it. Meanwhile, on Sunday, you're playing the guy that was the offensive coordinator. And you're seeing the drop-off from year, last year to this year. Does that add any extra oomph to this game? Or optics, if they look good, you look bad? Like, players looking at it across the way that were under Josh, that are now under Patricia, that just, I, I got to believe it adds a little something to it. It's going to be nice. I don't know if it's, uh, well, they, they run the ball a ton, they, and they don't have Devontae Adams. So just that alone will be kind of, I mean, that's not even a fair fight. What to be honest with you. The Patriots don't have a Devontae oh, Adams, so why would they be? You know, well, I was like, what are you, we can't, you can't do that. Say it we're like that, Christian. I was just going on Twitter not, like, is Devontae yeah, Adams? I'm out? just saying no, the creativity. I'm just talking about the creativity that you might see. You know what they're doing? Like a whole, like, a, like the playbook is like wide open, and meanwhile you're still over here, like elementary stuff, repeating it over and over again, and it doesn't matter because if we just execute it better, we'll be fine. We do our job. Screen right, screen left, double screen up the middle. Uh, slip screen, flare route, flat route, uh, seam route. 
Sneaking that steam round. Uh, no, I don't boring think so. Boring A-double-S. Oh, that boring A-double-S. I don't think that anyone is going to be... I think the only person who's going to be jealous and a little just... God, how, like, how do I hide my real feelings from Matt Patricia? Oh, here comes, here comes, here comes Josh. Okay. Hello. Act like you it's don't... Matt. Act like you're not... Right? Uh, what's up? Oh, hey, Josh. Hello. And then you walk away. So Matt Patricia... He really needs to show Matt Patricia that he's still in this thing to win it. Maybe, maybe it's possible. <laughs> I, like I still this, love you. I like this scenario that I'm dreaming up in my head right now. Okay. That Mac Jones is just so scorched earth right now, so pissed off about everything that, like, you know, if Josh comes up, tries to shake his hand, he's like, "If you, Josh! You left me! You left me! <laughs> look what you we left me nothing. with! I know, that's look what it means. Look what they yeah. did to your boy, Josh. Yeah. Look what they did or to mi- you. Or look what they did to me. They Shut up, afterwards. Matt. Don't come over here. Uh, Don't you think Josh, they hug out afterwards, and he gets in his ear, and he's like, Mac, it's not your fault. No, no, here we go again. Mac, it- <laughs> I don't want to hear that from you, Josh. No, not, it's not your fault, Not Mac. you, Josh. Not you, Josh. <laughs> no, Mac. <laughs> Not your oh, fault. it's the perfect ending. Don't f with me, all right? Don't, don't f with me, Josh. <laughs> it's not your fault. It man. is interesting because. Oh no, that's that's Mac. Yeah, I feel like he does. You can't. You know, I don't know if he. I'm sure he says he watches all these games, but this will. Uh, this is going to be interesting because you know uh, Oakland. Sorry, damn it. Uh, Vegas it's had good. one of their uh, their well, Derek Hart did his worst performance is of his career. Coming off a loss, coming off a game where he should have won, should have beat the the Rams. The Rams are broken. They couldn't score any points. They were terrible in the red zone. They turned it over when they should it. And then, sure as hell, Baker freaking Mayfield beat you at the end of the game. Headbutton everyone. Oh, talk about just losing all your just, just losing your will to live. Now, I would think that they got a little bit of extra juice with the Patriots coming into town. And that I is do. the pattern for the Patriots. That's all they got. Yeah. Well, they see these teams that are just trying to like. They're like reclamation projects trying to figure out, like, redeem themselves against, I guess I should say redemption projects, yeah. against redemption the Patriots. Yeah. So, they'll yeah, they'll come out with their... So, the, the Raiders fire. are going to come out like crazy because they were embarrassed. And I, I do think this is... Like, I don't know. I, sometimes I go, like, does Derek Carr, does, they, does he even like Josh McDaniels? Does he even, like... Every time I hear him talk, I feel like there's this passive-aggressive, like, dig at Josh McDaniels. Like, somehow... Losing is because of him and his play calling, not necessarily because it's his fault. It's a weird. It feel like it's a weird relationship. So, but I got. I, I mean, do you have the Patriots winning this game? No, I love. I love Josh. I love the car. I love our coaches. I hate the fact that we can't close out a game and we lose ones we should win. It, this isn't as bad as like that Arizona game. It might go. I think you called it like we we'll see which team is like dumber <laughs> type gonna, of thing. It's a dumb off. I just don't believe in, in Oakland. I mean, they've. They've lost what? Uh, so four games. They've had double digit leads at halftime. Mm-hmm. And Has I think it happened since like nineteen thirty. Yeah, and, and I think in three of those they're up seventeen in the second half. Like you know how they lose some of the games they lose. The question is, if you're down by fourteen or thirteen, do you have what it takes to come back? Every other team has done it to them. I mean Baker Mayfield did it. Yeah, you know like the teams have done it. So. Uh, yeah, and you talk about the boost. This is really it. Like that week, that loss last week kind of knocks them out. Correct? You guys agree well, for the most uh, part? Like, mathematically, you're, you're two games back with four games to go. There's three teams ahead of you. Yeah, they're, they're with six cooked. losses. They're cooked. This is all they've got. You know, and to talk about the boost, it's not just the Patriots. It's not just you know Josh McDaniels' old team. Yada yada yada. It's you know, oh by the way, we might be get, we're getting Darren Waller back. You know, there's a boost. 
I don't know if Renfro's coming back. I don't know if that's a boost. You know, whose situation Jacobs is, is beat up? By the way, his hand. Yeah, is, I mean, we saw last week. They just, like, they just all messed they up. Just running him too much. So he's just. I'm just he's, he's a free agent. They are just destroying. They're just him. killing him <laughs> for the next beautiful team. Beautiful if you have They're him on your fantasy for the next team. team. Thank you. I wonder, like, uh, you know, who needs this win more? Patriots. By far. Absolutely. They're well, actually I know the playoff is not going to lose his job after no, but, this season. They can't afford to fire him. Well, that's an aspect of it, obviously. But so what, I think it's about, his pride? Well, I mean, listen, I think there is a, a, some aspect of that where, like, listen, we, we need something to be happy about. Like, they just they did the same thing against the Rams, the Raiders did, that the Minnesota Vikings did against the Dallas Cowboys before you played Minnesota. Minnesota played terrible. Kirk Cousins played terrible. They lost by like 27 points. It was a blowout. Sure enough, they come in, they have another game at home, and then they beat you. And then Kirk Cousins doesn't look like the, you know, uh, you know, incompletion, you know, interception machine that he was against the Cowboys. You're going to get an unbelievable performance by Derek Carr. That's my, that's my gut tells me that. Great play design. Like almost every single drive, they go down there and score or they get themselves in position to score. It's like after that first series, they just, they can't manage the game. All right. Patriot fans, how are you feeling here about Sunday? It's a big game, 405 versus the Raiders. It's absolutely a must win for you, and I believe more important for you. But we come back. Uh, well, you can give us a call at 617-779-7937. When we come back, a couple of local beat guys who cover this team, who are around this team, have some reports here recently in the last day or two that are just mind-blowing. You'll hear those next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. There go make the, There goes There go. There goes the hand. There goes the lane. <laughs> Too late. There she goes with the line. <laughs> Every time a song comes up that makes you move, the hands go. Mago, the hands are it's everywhere. It's crazy. This one, movie. like, when she just kind of, yeah, like. That one there. This just doesn't really do anything other than just, like. It's like, ooh, where am I going? Where I am I going? That, that was the football it's like a video. like mime. The football yeah. video dance. That was exactly. your little breakdown. Your little shuffle shuffle. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Phil Perry uh, is fantastic. Yeah, he and Tommy Curran over at NBC Sports. The Patriots Talk podcast. It's, it's, it is. It's outstanding. Um. Interesting comments from Phil Perry talking about this relationship between the players and the coaches. This is what he had to say. You know, it was my understanding going into this game that the players were going to try to 
hold the coaching staff accountable to get the details that they need to be able to execute plays consistently and have success in a game like this one tonight because they knew that they'd been lacking in the details. And I think there was a sense of, okay, well, we can't let anything slide anymore. If there's something that we don't understand or if there's a detail we don't have, we need to ask that question. And it's not players pounding on the table necessarily or starting arguments or anything of that nature, but it is asking questions and understanding the why. And, you know, these are things that Mac Jones has told us throughout the course of the year. He wants to know what the purpose of every play is. He told us after the Bills game that he wants to be coached harder. Mm -hmm. He's not alone in feeling that way. And so I think they did push the coaching staff during the week. And I think it's pretty clear they were pushing him during the game, Mac Jones especially. Mm, that is wow, amazing. Okay, the players so, yep. are holding the coaches. It's amazing. Accountable now. This is a, it's, this, this is, is a, but Bill Belichick still the head coach of this football yep. team, right? And the players are holding the coaches accountable. Yeah, yeah think right. about that. Think about that. That the which is kind of interesting, and, and I'm kind of like you know, like impressed that the players have actually kind of figured out and identified that wow, we actually have a shot here. But the only thing holding us back is our freaking coaches wow. who are supposed to put us in the position to win and be successful. So, listen, guys, you guys need to make sure you show up on time. You need to make sure that uh, you know all the plays are in on time so we can look at them. Make sure you watch all the film, like all 29, all 22. I feel like it's almost like this. It's just a weird. I've just never seen anything like it. I've never seen a team. Uh, realize that they're in a position to kind of make the playoffs, and they're so nervous about their coaching staffs, they feel like they have to do extra to make sure they put the work in so they can get better. Is that the way it should work? It yeah. seems backwards. Wow. Especially with a Bill Belichick team. You just could never have predicted that players would reportedly be in this position with their own coaching staff. I want to go back to what Phil said there, which was, uh, the players essentially saying we have to ask that question, the importance of understanding the why. And it's just so interesting to me because we go back to the first couple weeks of the season and then the whole Bailey Zappi curveball and everything. And what sounded like, at least through Mike Lombardi, some maybe complaints about Mac turning into a why guy and questioning things with the offense and, you know, just trying to understand why are we putting in this new offense? Why are we doing this outside zone running scheme? You know, probably now why all these screens and everything? And if we're going to do these screens, can we get Kendrick involved? Because he's the one guy besides occasionally Johnny who can get yards after catch. And I, I just think it's like, it's kind of, it seems like it's reached a breaking point for Mac where we know he's a perfectionist. That's who he is. He sat here with us and told us that Coaching hard to him means uh, being able to have the confrontational conversations about what's not going well. And so it sounds like he realized he wasn't going to get that unless he and the other players on offense initiate it. They start it. I mean, again, that's amazing to me. On one hand, I'm really impressed. Wow, you're being proactive. You're like... You want to you want to stop you want to make sure the, the the ship doesn't sink. I tell you this is weird like with with my with my daughter I spend an hour every morning checking every box. I make sure she has her socks on. I make sure she brushes her teeth. I make sure she <laughs> literally she yeah. wear the same stinky socks. I'm like take your socks off, put them in the wash. Make sure you brush your teeth. All right, where's your backpack? Did you do your homework? Let me see your homework. Okay, pick up your bowl, okay? Okay, put it in the dishwasher. Okay, now go brush your teeth. Okay, now get on the bus. I feel like the like the players 
are like the dad and the coaches are the kid. Like, I'm not going to let you go out and play unless you do your all, all your chores. Make sure you do it. Right, or or like, make sure there's gas in the car. Make sure that there's there's enough, uh, you know, air in the tires. This is insane. This is crazy. This shouldn't happen this way. Well, it's just an extension of like what we talked about after that Buffalo game, hearing these guys in that locker room, and we started coming in the next day talking about is there mutiny going on, right? Like, what is going on? And and we even brought up on Friday. We're like, by the way, that's not a that's not gone away. Like before that Arizona game, like that's not gone away at all. It's still under the surface, bubbling. And you saw it, I think, for you know two and a half quarters, and then they sort of ran away from that game with with the fumble recovery and a touchdown at the end. But it's still there. And to think that like now all of a sudden it turns into we're bitching about this, we're bitching about this after the Buffalo game, and it's like you know what, that's it. Like they got together, like that's it. We're, you know now we got we got to get on the coaches. Like we as players, we got to demand more from the coaches. That it's insane. I want to play Phil Perry uh, talking about you know how we exactly how we got here. Talking about after that Buffalo Bills game, what it was like. I think there also was a breaking point that was reached. And I think it was last week against the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, the sense that I get is that players in that locker room are looking at this and saying, somebody has to be the driver of well-executed football here. And maybe it should be us. And I think that's why you're hearing the things that you heard from the Patriots after that Bills game. I think that's why you're seeing what you're seeing from Mac Jones because they've approached it one way for a long, long time and it didn't work. And so now there's not much rope left for somebody like Matt Patricia or Joe Judge when it comes to the sideline operation and you're seeing these outbursts. I want to ask you real quick because Andrew Callahan goes on with some information that corroborates this and then goes a little further. But when he says, when Phil Perry says there's not much rope left for Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, is he talking about with the locker room? Is that how you hear that? Like he, it's, it's like close to a breaking point with this. Yeah, I think that's what it is. There's not okay. much rope left not for somebody like Matt Patricia much. or Joe Judge when it comes yeah. to the sideline operation, right. and you're seeing these outbursts. So yeah. it sounds like, wow. from the player perspective, it's kind of like you're either with us or you're against us at this point. Mm-hmm. Like we got to clean this up. Well, see, I re- I hear that as listen, dude. We've been um, real patient and real respectful. Mm-hmm. Now you're pissing me off. Which they have. For now the you're most pissing part. me off. Now, like, I get it. I, I was told to just to swallow it. I was told to just kind of deal with the situation, make the best yeah. of the situation. Yeah. Now we got four games left, and we can't afford for you to to get a penalty because you can't get to playing on time. We like, we know that nobody listens to you, so the team is sitting there saying, "You guys, like, there, there. Nobody like wants to be held accountable by them. We have to do it with each other. We have yeah. to, we have to hold each other we're, accountable. I'm playing a football game. Yeah. Give me the plays. Get the right person. Get him in the there. Field. Let's go. Let's figure. Call this the thing right out. play. Yeah. Make the right decision. Call the timeout at the right time. Like, take advantage of the defense. Like, we see it. Why are we running this? So the players have to coach the coaches harder. Oh man, jeez. I tell you what. You know what that shows me? No, that I, I hope Bill Belichick there's hope. team again. A Bill Belichick coached team. And this is where we're at. Now we have somebody like on a text line. It's like I don't believe a word Phil Perry says. Why? You, I, I don't know. You, you can not believe me when it. Phil Perry's been radically wrong. Exactly about a report on this team. Like these guys, like they're, they're tied in. But you know, Mega, we've seen this for like five years. You guys are ridiculous talking. Tom Brady's never going to leave New England. You know what I mean? I mean, it's been going on for like a while, and people just don't want to listen to some of these guys that are tied in. Let's listen to Andrew Callahan reacting to what we just heard from Phil Perry. 
I heard last week that the players were expected to come back in that Friday after the Buffalo game and got the day off. And the last time that happened after a game like that was when the Patriots intended to cut Cam Newton. So it's a very rare event in Foxborough. They give it off. And I know they had at least one, as it was put to me, come to Jesus meeting in the summer. I would not be surprised if they had another there on that Friday, which ended up being a four-day weekend off for the players. And Kendrick Bourne told us that night, quote, if this is how it's going to be, meaning the coaches, we're just going to have to make tougher plays. So they know the situation that they're in, and, and they're trying to create it and make it different themselves. I think the coaches understood they needed to regroup because they hurt themselves in Buffalo, and that week of practice, I was told, was their worst of the year. Not just playing, but also coaching. Wow. Wow, there's a lot there, too. That so was our boy Callahan, right? How about this one? Jeez, so I don't know where to start on that the one. The players, now, I, I don't know how common it is, but like you know, when you play on Sunday, if you lose, you have Monday off, right? So why would the players all expect to come in on Friday only to find out you're going to get the weekend off? Wait, is that second. like a su- so they surprise? Ca- so they came in and worked on Friday. They expected to you know, practice or whatever, work on Friday, and they got like three days off or whatever he said. They might have said four even. Usually, uh, that's interesting because I, what I heard that is like, you know, before the game was even played, they knew they were going to have Friday off. Isn't that like Victory Friday, like Victory Off Day? Yeah, I don't know. It is a little odd. Play but like crap off day. It is a little odd, but sometimes a coach would be like, with the weeks the way they've been, they've been you know short or long or whatever. Was it, was it so bad? It was like everybody just well, go home and take a breath. Here's the but <laughs> maybe the important distinction at the very beginning is Andrew says the players had expected yeah. to come in. Yeah. So it wasn't a scheduled day off. It wasn't like a hey, you guys have three games in in twelve days, and this is how we're going to balance it out for you. Like, that was a scheduled day. And then all of a sudden, it's like you get killed in Thursday night football by your divisional rival who's run your division for the last two seasons and looks for the foreseeable future to be the big bad there. You get pantsed on national television, and it looks like a rock-bottom point of your season, and you send everybody home? Mm. I just don't get it. There's a lot of off days. And I know the league, I mean... The league gives teams a lot of off days. Remember, like, in camp, they had, like, how many weekends? Well, there's only a certain amount of days they can practice. Did they have off? But did a they lot. take, did, did it feel like they took, I'm not following everyone else's schedule, you know, around the league, but during the off, during the off season, during spring camp, rather, didn't they have, like, three weekends completely off? They had an unusual amount of weekends off in the summer. But is it unusual it, it to everybody else? It was noted at the time. What everyone does. Like, it was you know, did they unusual take more days off than most teams? For a Belichick team, it was more than the summer before. And to the point where people, if you remember, we sat here talking about it at times and we're like, is this a sports science thing? Is this the sports science thing of like, you got to, you know, better take care of guys like Matt Judon's body so that when you're in December, it's not looking like last December. Is this, we were trying to rationalize it. But it, I think it's relevant to this conversation about, hey, because here's the other thing that Callahan throws in there. Coaches needed to regroup. Coaches needed to take the time to regroup. I'm assuming that is mostly on the offensive side of the ball. And what I don't understand is you took this extra day to regroup, and then what did you do? By the way, you had a a long 10-day screen. Yeah. Screen Screen. to scheme something up against the Cardinals. And it was the quick game again, which your quarterback said effing sucked. And he said at the end of that cut, too, that it was the worst week of practice. Not just for the players, but the coaching. Like, oh, the Patriots had a bad week of coaching. A bad week of practice. A of, of coaching. Yeah. Like, the coaching is bad. Yeah. On the New England Patriots, where Bill Belichick is still here. 
It's about- well, the other part of that, that, the other part, the most important part for me is, is, uh, is this whole understanding, guys, nobody's coming to save us. It damn sure ain't the coaches. They're going to call crappy plays. We got to make them work. Like the only way we're going to do is that we have to make tough plays. And the reason we have to make tough plays is because the coaching staff isn't calling easy plays. Like we're not taking advantage. So it is easier on us. We got to come up with the unbelievable play every single time because the coaching staff is not putting us in the best position to win. That isn't this like an extension of this mutiny that we talked about a couple weeks ago? You know, just like, you know, because it was. It's still there. I mean, you could even go back to the Colts game and the Jets game. They know our plays. Yeah. They know what we're about to run. You could say the mutiny started there yeah, over they, a month ago. That may be the that Good may point. be the first sign, but I guarantee you, if we were paying attention more, we would have saw more information. I don't think we were paying attention. But then that whole story, I think it was Mark Daniels that had it, and it turns out that it was actually Mac Jones sitting in the locker room yelling across the way. There's another one. To another player yeah. on the Can team. Can you believe these idiots? Knowing that a reporter is standing right there openly discussing it. And we've talked about that dynamic before. Like somebody starts talking about stuff that shouldn't be talked about in front of a reporter, and a veteran looks at him and is like, hey, 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 zip it, and gives a little head nod, like, look over there. And they're like, sorry. Nope, openly. Well, we want a- you to know about it. We want you to hear this conversation. I think that's another sign of how much control Bill has over these guys. With all this stuff, with all this just – just bad just coaching they still just hit it they hit it until they just couldn't possibly physically take it anymore think about it this is what you get now like hey they're not going to save us they we can't yet we just got to make it work just make it work and then matt patricia's probably saying thank god because i don't know how to make it work you guys got to bail me out one more thing too like it's just kind of hit on it a little bit but when was the last time we've we've heard like two new england patriots Go on social media and shred the NFL in a week. You're talking about Devontae Parker and then Matthew Judon? Yeah. Leave me the F alone from Judon as far as the P test. Okay. He's been, to be <laughs> fair, I think that's his, it's at least the third time know, but that they've hit him this season. Do you remember Patriot players like ripping the NFL? Uh, I can't. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, no, I can't actually. Game, maybe there was some oh, of that. Maybe. Yeah, but even I think Tom was kind of tame when it comes to like you know, <laughs> I mean, not, like just it might have been sourced out somebody close to Tom Brady. And there's only one thing you can deflate these nuts. <laughs> I don't know when that came up. <laughs> Let me go to Justin in the car if I can. Fi- I tell you what, this mouse. Uh, I don't know, guys. I can't. No, you don't have to worry about somebody it. Somebody pull him up. Thank you, Justin in the car. What's up? Hey, I was when you guys were talking about Matt Patricia and talking about the days off. Could that then like a uh, recycle for the coaches of going over like a study group or like understanding the offense? Because it seemed like the players wanted to be there, but they were like, no, you're going to have a day off to kind of go over our game plan for the next one. Week fourteen. Um, yeah, so maybe that's the case, Justin. But does that make you nervous that week fourteen we got to have like a? Come the Jesus moment, everybody sit down and talk to the coaches about their offense. It does, yeah. I, I'm I'm with you on that. And like when Mac Jones, when he fumbled the football there, was that an RPO? Because it kind of looked like a run pass option. Oh, you talking and about the, at that point? Last game, the last play of like this, what the second to last play or yeah. something like that in the first <laughs> half, right? The yeah, Harris and fumbled? then you see, yeah. yeah, and then you see Patricia like head up. Or what are you doing, Mac? Well, hold on. Like, See, here's thanks, the thing. Justin. Nobody knows whose fault that is. This was Harris, who was the back at the time. 
did he? What? What was he thinking? If you look at Harris, he looks like he thought it was going to be like a play action. Like he wasn't mm-hmm. getting the ball. Yeah, because yeah. he opened up his arms to receive the ball, but he never grabbed it. And then he dropped his arms, and he was like, "Wait, did you give me the ball?" Like he had no intention of grabbing that football. He thought it was play action. Meanwhile, it was a run. Communication. Like, what are we doing? Mm. I would also say to the callers, uh, Justin, his first point as far as like. The spirit of this meeting, I think it's interesting that Andrew Callahan mentions the last time that they had done something like this after a game was when they decided they were going to cut Cam Newton. So I would imagine that this is a this is a bigger picture kind of meeting that they're looking to set up, not like, oh, hey, let's compare notes. Did you study for this test? Because I didn't. Can I copy off of you? I think it's much, much bigger than that. Mm. I mm. think when I think about it, if you're going to get that day off, Bill, it's just like he's watching the game, and in real time he's thinking, I'm going to send the team home because the coaches suck. <laughs> like I got, I got, I got. They got to be better. Like we got to put more time in. I was gonna give them the day off, go see your family. No, we got four games left. No, at that time it was five, right? Because they just yeah. um, so they played Arizona. That yeah. was the after that they had five games. Now they got four, and they're still seven. And, and they're six. still seven and they're a six. Team. There's the there's the bright side. Playoff team. They're a playoff team. You want some good news? Yes. There you go. Playoff team. Oh, oh I thought, I thought you were gonna, you're gonna say they're gonna else. go to a break and then tease uh, good news. Well, good. But that is, is the good news. Last calls next. Oh, okay. Max headed today. You know, trying to keep our routine uh, as close to normal as possible, whether it's on the practice field, in the meeting room, recovering. Uh, you know, we're not on vacation, and it's easy to kind of fall into that when you're you know, away from, you know, home. So, um, you know, hopefully we do all those things, and they translate to the game on Sunday. Mitch and Max said that. Was that in a team meeting this morning? No, I mean, he just, you know, echoed that sentiment to the guys. Uh, not in a team meeting. There was no players mean anything like that he just said it coming off the field I think he continues to find his voice I think one thing Devin and I do is to encourage him to exercise his voice more um, you know it's sometimes tough when you got a guy like Devin you kind of feel like you got to defer to him all the time but I think Devin has really been intentional about like hey this is your team One, two, get down. Boom, doom, doom, Matthew Slater doom, doom. Talking about Mac Jones kind of stepping up after practice, letting these guys know we got to stay focused this week, that leadership role. Takeaway I had from it, though, was more of like a guy like Devin McCourty taking a step back. And I don't think he should or would take a step back if this wasn't his last year. Maybe even Matthew Slater's last year, right? Like, Devin's coming back next year. Why would you take a step back? It's gonna be it's your team. I need to take a step back. I'm out of here next year. It's time for you to take over. And I feel I like the fact that you know they 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 talk to him and say, "Listen, you need to exercise your voice more. You need to be the loudest. You need to be the leader." Like, listen, it's your team. Like, like Matt Patricia, this offense they only go as far as you can take them. So you need to you know you know make them more accountable. Get more of that. <laughs> A little barking. Where's that bark? Have we, have we seen the bark at all? We should ask him to bark. I mean, I feel like this, the bark kind of disappeared. You're going like to ask him to bark. Yeah, I'm going to ask him if he like still barks. I feel like his teammate said, Mac, no more barking. Only when we win. Yeah, give me bark, some more bark, bark. bark. Can I get a bark? I'm yeah. Bark it up. I feel like that's the best thing ever. So you may see more of it. Maybe that's why you see more of it. <coughs> Ooh, nothing's better than that's that a good one. bark. So he good. can't do it. That's a good thing. That Devin McCourty, Matthew Slater, both guys pleading with them dude you gotta you gotta stand up more dude like what are you doing like you gotta yell and scream yell at these guys make them feel dirty and it comes on the heels of <laughs> him having his game where he was the most outwardly vocal and it's he needs it fine the best thing that could ever happen to everybody involved that he that he takes a uh a, just a almost a militant stance with the offense because like if i was matt patricia i would like i mean not that he's not 
studying like in, in his book as it is, but I would crack down a little bit more. Look, I man. would be a little bit more, a little bit faster with these calls. Mm-hmm. If Matthew Slater is signing off on your f bombs, you get yeah, his total green light. You know he doesn't go, curse. Go go go! Yeah. yeah, we need more f bombs, Mac. <laughs> we need, and I want them directed. Now, don't like, don't passive aggressively do it. Do it right to his face. <laughs> so that's back to back weeks where he's lost it. Like this could be. Well, this could be good. This would really be what he really is. You said something, I think, last segment that kind of caught my ear, and it was like, man, when this year is up and guys leave this town, you know, for free agency. Yeah. Kendrick Bourne's playing wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. How well, quick does somebody a... go down there and ask Kendrick Bourne, say, what really happened last year? Yeah. yeah. And, and they're not holding back now. Why would they hold back if they're no longer part of the organization? Oh, so you it think it could actually mess. it could get worse? Could oh, no, get, I think we get more details. PR wise, it more could details. look really ugly. Of how bad it was. Could be a it could be a tough uh, couple months for Stacey. There Kane. will be so many guys on so many different. Every single NFL player has some sort of podcast. Every last it'll be one so, of them. And with Kendrick Bourne. They brought in coaches to teach us a new system. They didn't know how to run the new yeah, system. They didn't know. They didn't the new know system. what they were doing, so they just panicked and simplified the hell out of it, and became extremely predictable. They just, we just didn't want to turn the ball. I, I, I think about it now, and even now, I sit there and go, "This is just, it's Man. just amazing." Nelson Aguilar on Chris Long's podcast, yeah, being exactly. like, "You know, they had me as a lead blocker yeah. on an end around. Yeah. Who on does a, that on a, on a fourth and one? I mean, gotta have I'm it not fourth and one. That. I'm the lead blocker. Yeah. How, every, every single one of them to a man. I felt bad for Mac, seeing what he went yeah. through year on mm-hmm. year. You know, some of those outbursts justified. Should have had more, right? Like you're gonna hear." That kind of stuff. Can't wait. These guys. That's the only thing I'm waiting for. Free agency. When they all, some of these other guys, especially the disgruntled ones, have their own little platform to to, to explain what happened. Be fantastic. Kind who are like the it. gruntled ones? Disgruntled. I know, but who are the ones who are uh, Kendrick Bourne? No, 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 no. The gruntled. ones who are who are not. Oh, uh, they're the gruntled ones. Yes, yeah, the gruntled. gruntled ones. Who's Nick still got Folk. a year left? Yeah, Nick Folk is pretty gruntled. Oh, who's who's got who's coming back? Ooh, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry, yeah. Hunter Henry is super good. Oh, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's but I'm just like, saying, like, I'm coming back, so I'm not gonna, you know, whatever. It's like we mentioned this before, Andre? like at the trade deadline for the Boston Red Sox, who were the most vocal? The guys that were all free agents, you know, right? Like they were Xander, JD, Evaldi, Vasky, whatever, free agents. They were vocal. So end of the year, towards we, you know, we, get, we still got four more weeks. Things don't go well, or maybe a minute the year's up. Who are you gonna hear from? The guys that are free agents walking, going somewhere else. Hmm. I don't know. And there we go. Yeah. All right, let's get to it. Let's get the last call. <laughs> Sorry, I must have missed my cue, Christian. Yep. Uh, it's brought to you by Cars for Kids. The easy way to donate your car. You can donate to any car. It can be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com or give them a call at 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. I want to warn some people. I want to apologize ahead of time. Because I don't know if anybody here, our listeners, remember one Mike Salk. Mm. Kind of brings back some bad memories for some people, whatever it might be. But Salk is out there in Seattle. And he does his show with uh, Brock Heward. Four years, buddy. Brock Heward. Brock Heward. Yeah. Those guys are like best friends. <laughs> so it's a Brock and Sock show, whatever it is, out there in Seattle. Uh, every whatever it is, Tuesday or so, they have K.J. Wright on with them. This week, K.J. Wright brought Richard Sherman into the interview. The only problem is it seems Richard Sherman remains, rem- uh, remembers some of the things that Mike Salk might have said about him when he was leaving Seattle. This is how it went. You know the voice, Richard Sherman, uh, with us here on Seattle Sports on 710. When you went elsewhere, first to San Francisco and then Tampa, what did it teach you or what did you learn about the differences between those places and what you had seen here in Seattle? 
Well, well, first off, first off, I remember when I exited here, and and I remember some some words from you, yeah, um, that were that were a lot different than than I had heard when I was here. So you know what I mean? It's, it's a little different. I'm gonna ask, answer the questions from Brock and KJ, but we're gonna excuse you out of this. <laughs> well, so okay. first of all, that's just not true. I mean, like the words you heard from me were actually pretty similar to what you had heard while you were here. You just maybe didn't hear them. Yeah, because I don't listen to your show. But no, again, that's you. fine. I'm not asking you to listen, but the words didn't change. I didn't say anything different when you left I from when you were here. You're excused from the interview. All right. Well, sorry. For, for, well, for, for, doesn't really work that way, Sherm. This but, is you know show that has my name on it. It kind of does. It kind of does, though. No. Yeah. Not but, really how this works, man. But, sorry for your for your dog for your dog for your dog. When, let, let, yeah, that's, oh, that's the only reason I'm here because of KJ. Well, like, I, I appreciate right? that, but the man, but the man I, thinks he can. It, like, if you've got an issue, you can feel here, free to I'm talk about it. Because of KJ, not because of you. Well, so I, I understand that. It. If you've got an issue, I'm happy to talk through those with you, man. If you've got a problem, yeah, something you want to talk about. I, man, I, I I can't stand that dude's voice. <laughs> I mean, I can't. I mean, I'm just sitting there going, "What a just." You can always bring him back. Are you talking about Richard Sherman or no, <laughs> Mike no, Salk? No. Well, well, first off, first off, I remember when I exited here, and and I remember some some words from you. Yeah, oh, um, Michael, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Megan, you're gonna love working oh, with Salk. He's awesome. Stop Jeez. it. Stop oh, it, Oh, man. It's Can you even, imagine? I can funny. imagine. It is not even oh. funny. Wait, 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 wait. Well, sorry, first what? of all, that's just not true. Just, <laughs> oh, my true. God. He was here like Too far, six months. Too, not, even, <laughs> not even six months. He was like, no, nah, couldn't handle it. God, we teased the hell out of him, too. Oh, God, that was a rough You know the voice, Richard Sherman. Uh, we know the voice. Uh, oh, man. Jeez. That voice, I swear. We know the Maybe voice. drive my truck off a we cliff. We know the voice. Uh, uh, what do we got? We got Thursday Night Football. So tomorrow, uh, yeah, Thursday Night Football tomorrow. What's it, uh, is tonight. It, is this uh, on Apple or Amazon? Okay. What are we on again? Are you having a stroke over there because Amazon. of the Mike Salk voice? This is, this is Amazon, oh, yeah. right? Yes. But is it, it's not on Fox, right? Is that just a Patriot thing? No. It's no. Right so it's just Amazon. You can find it on Twitch. You can? You can find what? us on Twitch, too, Boston, W-E-E-I. But you can fi- uh, watch the game tonight on Twitch. All right, there it is. Uh, what do we got tomorrow? Uh, well, it's Friday, Christian. Gosh, what's Friday? Patriots Friday. Patriots Friday. What do Why we are we... Friday? We have a Patriots Friday with no Patriots guests. And are we still doing Mutt versus guess. the show? <laughs> yes. I think it's Mutt versus everybody now. <laughs> you just want to declare him the winner now? Bless you. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I think we should change the teams. We're falling apart. Friday's going to be a fun we show. We should change the teams. I think uh, it's going to get weird tomorrow. Flory and Mego versus oh, Mutt and oh. Lou. It's going to get weird <laughs> tomorrow. Get weird. Yeah. Oh, Paul. Oh. I'll be back here. Paul, am I gruntled too? I'm going to be here. Oh, you big dummy. I'm going to be here till next Tuesday. All right. I can tell you that Me much. too. Yes. So I'll see you next, <laughs> I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.